Hello, this is Swami Janeshwar, Swami J. This is a recording of Mindy Broadstone. Mindy is an occupational therapist, a lymphedema therapist, and a massage therapist. In this recording, she's talking about remembering truth, both in daily life and during work. I think you'll find her comments insightful, inspirational, and useful. <laughs> truth, I guess, but I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. Um, <laughs> that's a really big question. I know. Well, it's something that stays with you. It um, and uh, it's like the basis for how we can live our lives and how we can get back to balance and. It's the it's the thing that guides you through life, and it's the thing that, when you get off of that track, helps bring you back onto that track. And um, I think it's about returning to that feeling or that space or whatever that is that you knew truth to be before, and so it's. It's, um, I mean, the process can be different for everyone, in, in a sense. I mean, it's the same for everyone, and it's different for everyone. The external part of it might look different, but the internal process, I think, is probably the same. And it's, uh, it's kind of like, you know, wading through all the things that distract you from the truth and it's still there but you forget it's there because all these other things distract you from it whether it's feelings or experiences or people or situations or activities or you just get distracted from it and then you get con- and sometimes you can get confused about what what that truth really is seems like everything is competing for that you know it's kind of like the commercials that that um, are trying to sell you a product and so everybody's trying to come up with the right way to say something to make you think that this is the truth or that this this is what's going to make you happy in life or you know, just so you'll buy that product, even though they know that, of course, it's not going to, you know, change your life that much. <laughs> but it's sort of like that. It's like everybody's competing for that piece that's going to get your attention and and get you to focus on that. And there's so much of that actively going on that. I believe it pulls you away from recognizing what the real truth is. Well, I think it's useful to separate yourself from all those things that um, that distract you from it. So whether it's like even environmental noise, it's a it's a biological stressor, and we have a tolerance for it. But when you 
Um, when you're in a weakened state, you can really see the effects of that. You can see it on uh, premature babies that don't have the capacity to process that information effectively. In the premature babies, they'll, they, their neural systems aren't developed enough to be able to handle all that information, and they end up going out of homeostasis. You know, their heart rate changes, becomes irregular, becomes too fast, breathing gets too fast, their digestion changes, and so, so that would be an example of you know, somebody that obviously wasn't capable of handling a lot of stimulation. And so we can all get to that state of not being able to handle stimulation if given too much or given an illness or given other stressors in your life and your body just goes off track and it physically can't handle it. You know that, and it's all the precursors of illness. You know, it's this, it's that physiological setup for illness, and um, and so very simply, what you do for a neonate in a, an intensive care unit is that. You pad the container they're in, the isolate, so that when you close the door, it doesn't bang. You know, you do noise reduction techniques in, in the actual unit so that there's not so much noise exposure. Actually, the babies in the isolates can actually have ear damage from the level of decibels that are created from working in in that environment and all the noise that they're exposed to. These external things that we're exposed to, whether it's noise or TV, all these external things put a demand on our system that can, at some point, push us over the edge into a stress mode. That's probably why we see so much road rage now, is that we're exposed to so many environmental things that we have no control over and our bodies are biologically stressed and then you lose the capacity to function in a range that's considered acceptable and you lose you lose track of what's important you lose track of of what's useful you lose track of the truth the farther away, the, the, the more you get uh, drawn out into these external things, then the farther you get away from the truth, and it's harder to remember what the truth is or find the truth because you get farther and farther away from it. It's kind of like driving away from home for the first time and not knowing the road system, and the farther you get away from home, the more likely it is you're going to get lost on the way back. And it's, it's, I think it's like that. I think on an individual basis, if, if we were to learn, if we were to understand this process, then we could be mindful about it. I think most people have, don't have an idea that they're even affected by this. They might intuitively, but they don't, 
It's probably not on a conscious level. And so, you know, people retreat to sleep, I think, as a way to manage a lot of this. And that can be effective. But it might even be more effective to also alter alter what you're exposed to and and what you're involved in and have the capacity to be mindful for how all these things affect you so that you can not get lost. You know, it's like you can only remember so many roads before you're going to get lost that first time out. So if you stay within your capacity, then you won't get lost. You'll find your way back. I think if you're actively involved in practices that help you return back to the truth to get into that balanced state that that then your capacity changes it also I think changes your um, desire to stay in that balanced state more and if you if you know you have control over that then and that's what you desire is to be in that more comfortable range, then you can do something about it more easily without going into crisis. Knowing the process, understanding the process of staying in touch with truth and moving away from truth and having the skills the practices to to do something about that and then managing your life so it stays within that range and I think people would be happier and um, healthier if that were the case there would probably be less wars. There's a decision point, I think, to um, to remember, to actively remember. I think there's... You have to desire it. And you have to... Um, make a decision you're going to actually do that stay in touch with truth so I think you have, you have to desire it and then you have to make a decision that you're you're going to do that and then um, it can be a string on your finger it can be a prayer, it can be a lipstick note on the mirror, it can be, you know, a magnet on the refrigerator, it can be um, a walk in the park every day. You know, can the way that you do it, I think, can vary depending on your preference. Most of the time we're functioning on the outer, so the only way to find your way back in, I think, is... I think it's kind of a paradox because 
we function out here and yet we need to remember inside but how do you remember inside if you're always going outside so that there if you leave a reminder outside then it'll it'll you know it's kind of like a u-turn <laughs> I guess my summary statement would just be that in whatever in whatever work capacity that one is in that if you stay in touch with that truth you can use that to enhance whatever it is you do in your work so I guess that's how it relates back to occupational therapy and lymphedema treatment and and all of that that would be the most that would be the easiest way to summarize that I think <laughs>